Welcome, my lovelies. Welcome to a rather special and rather uh, confusing Naked Football show. Um, confusing because what we were going to talk about, we're no longer going to talk about, probably. And to help me not talk about stuff is uh, Ross. Hello, Ross. How are you? Hello, USA, USA and all that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. As I was saying to Ross in the green room while over a, a cocktail or two, we were, yeah. we, we were hoping to just address your emails and tweets and normal moaning and groaning about Rochdale, etc., etc., and um, get rid of Marcus Evans, as a lot of people thought we should. And uh, this has happened. Um, those who are listening and don't know or, or have uh, been asleep or working nights, um, a takeover, Ross. What, your, what are your thoughts? Or are you just shocked? Yeah, you know, it, you know, it was rumoured, it was reported, you know, a few months ago that this could be happening. And then, you know, you see tweets and you see different things here and there. You go, is it going to happen? Doesn't seem like it's going to happen. And then, yeah, 11am, whatever time it was, seeing the, the tweet statement going, oh my God, it's actually happened. I was in shock. Um, just an absolute shock. And I think I'm still in, in shock as we record this, really. I don't think it will um i'll probably wake up tomorrow thinking did it actually happen did we dream um, it has happened again you don't really know what to talk about i mean we've been praying and hoping for this it's been on and off i mean we've had so-called um nailed on rumors that it's definitely on then another nailed on rumor that it's definitely off and then it's on and then it's off and the last one i thought said it was off definitely and that's it and now out of the blue in fact i got told this by a dirty leeds fan who just texted me and said oh you've been taken over and I didn't even know I, I must have not looked at, uh, at Twitter for at least a minute and uh, found out through uh, dirty Leeds fans so never lived that down I presume you're happy with it Ross yeah I think that's for, for the future of the club for long term I think we need we needed something like this um, I feel like there's been you know under, under Evans he steadied the ship you know when he came in we were we were struggling, weren't we? Uh, money problems and all that sort of stuff. And we came in and steadied the ship and, you know, put a bit of money in at the first time under, you know, Roy Keane, Paul Jewell got a bit of money. Um, but, you know, we've just, you know, the last few years have just been terrible, haven't they? Fifth, you know, it's, it was in the 50s where you were playing third-tier football and I think, I think everyone Apparently. could leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't ask me to talk about Sonetian again, Ross. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> No, yeah, that's a, a running joke now between me and you. Can we talk about Sanetian again? Yeah. I was going to bring that up, but I thought the whole thing's turned on its head. I've sort of quickly read it. The only the only uh, thing that slightly worried me was uh, Bristol fans aren't happy with um, Mark Ashton at all. Mm. And he's rumoured to be the new CEO, or will be, or maybe. That could be a slight worry. Yeah, look, I'm always a bit cautious of like takeovers because with you know with with Berry and other clubs like that you always got to be a bit cautious with it you don't know where the money's coming from have they got a, a good previous you know you just never know because um, I think it's called three lines aren't they the three lines have got Phoenix Rising um, and then I've got another team um, so I've got a sort of they've got experience but I'm still a bit I'm a bit cautious by it and you know it's, it's Bristol City fans are saying that about a potential future CAO at the club you're sort of like thinking, oh, okay mm. get cautious about it but we're going in blind aren't we really yeah although as as some really really good looking experienced guy tweeted just now uh, oh it was me um, <laughs> Americans <laughs> Americans usually do sport whatever you think about them they do sport really well don't they and so on that I think it's worth 
it's worth hanging on to. We've got to look on the positive side. Yeah, I think think so because our like our ownership, we've had Evans, we had Shoot Shanks, and you know, the Cobolds who were, who were fantastic. Uh, so it's a, a whole new a new thing for us having uh, you know Americans taking over, and as you said, they're they're fantastic with their sports team. Definitely, mm. you know, American football, basketball, baseball. It's just. Yeah, that's a whole different level. The money is a whole different level as well. Um, so, you know, of course, Cook has been saying in his um, interviews with his voice changing and all that all the time about <laughs> you know exciting, exciting summer ahead. Um, so he, of course, he probably knew, and um, you know now it's finally happened. I, yeah, the, the voice changes is quite remarkable, isn't it? It's almost like he's got a little machine attached to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, before I continue, I didn't actually introduce you properly, did I, Ross? Because you 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 were part of the Kings of Anglia podcast and also the main photographer for both the men and the women's team, aren't you? Yeah, sorry, I sort of jumped the gun with saying USA, so it sort of ruined. Yeah, you, 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 I don't blame you, Ross. I don't blame you getting carried away. As I said earlier, I even gave my birds an extra dose of peanuts. I was so happy. Um, I'm guessing the they're going to be concerned with the. Women's team as well, aren't they? Definitely, because especially women's women's football, soccer, is massive in America, isn't it? Yeah, that's where you, you think that is where it really started in terms of like where it became more professional, like you know, in America mm. for a women's football. That's where that's where all the best players in England were going. The class where the money was. Um, unfortunately, of course, in England the game has grown. You know, our teams are now fully professional. Um, unfortunately, it's just how women aren't at the moment. At the moment. Um, but you know, yeah, in America, it's it's massive over there. So I'm sure that hopefully they'll invest in that. And you know, we've got a great setup, as you know. And I'm sure the listeners know about the women's team. You know, they're they're aiming for the for the the heights of the, the top league. So yeah, hopefully that will be good news for them as well. Well, of course, America have won the women's World Cup yeah, two or three times, and also. Um, I understand. I mean, you're probably closer to this than I am. I've watched. I always watch the women when, well, when they were playing, of course. As an aside, I did watch them the other night, other day, which was a rather a shame they lost. I still think they were the better side on the day. Um, they probably didn't. They weren't as well oiled, if you want, as they have been when they're playing every week. But I still thought they were pretty unlucky to lose that. What do you think of that, Ross? You were there, weren't you? I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, I was lucky to be there. Um, nice sunshine in Essex. Um, yeah. In a way, I think it was. It was a, of course, it was a massive disappointment for for the players and Joe, the manager. Um, you know, of course, you know they've been, they haven't been playing for four months or something like that. It's been a while, and it's it's a big layoff. Mm. Um, I'm sure, of course, the Billerity they're the same. They haven't played um, and trained for that long either. Um, one thing I got out of it is I feel like Billerity maybe wanted it more. Mm. I wouldn't say our, our players didn't try, but I think. Billericay, they know that it's just time women. They're the team to beat. Yeah. They are the the top top dogs of our league. Um, so I think that they knew they had to beat us, and and they did that. You, you saw the celebration. I don't know if the live stream showed the celebrations, but you know their manager was on the pitch, and they were celebrating like crazy. And, you no, know, I, su- I sulked at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. You know, it's just it's one of those things that you know it happens in games. You know, it wasn't a cut shot. Some people probably go Billericay, really. Like we lost against Billericay, but you know, Billericay a decent side, absolutely, yeah, at, yeah. At our level. Um, they're they're one of our main rivals in terms of promotion, really. Um, but yeah, we've got 
we're, that, we're our top dogs of that league so of course we're always going to be hunted the down to beat hunted mm. down basically and um, yeah fair play to Billerickians you know it's a shame now there'll be no more competitive games for the track the girls and um, you know I know we're planning friendlies which will be good at least there'll be games being played over the next few months but it's a shame we're you know after last year that amazing cup run history makers and all that Man City yeah. it's a shame that we got knocked out so early on but but the good news things. is the the rumour rumours are that they'll probably get promoted this time. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Hopefully, um, you know, I'm sure Joe and everybody at the club are going to hopefully going to put that in for play first tier football because two years in a row, yeah, getting robbed of not getting promoted. You know, you, you can see that the results definitely this season. I know we only played four league games, but one of the results was ten nil. Yeah. Um, and you know, previous season we beat Norwich ten 0 as well. Oh, no. We've beaten <laughs> the, the previous fixtures, so it's sort of like we're not going to get any better if we're going to stay in this league. I think we need that 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 next step up to then play against better teams and challenge ourselves, and you know, hopefully get another promotion and get to the championship. Yeah, and hopefully this takeover will help in that cause, definitely. Um, and for all those and any listeners who haven't been down to watch the, the women, when you get a chance, do it. You know, because it's great, and they and they play such attractive football, don't they? Especially when the men have been suffering recently. Yeah, and, and I'm probably you know I've said this before. Um, you know, when I was previously on the show and on other stuff, like you feel more part of it. You mm. feel like you're more part with the players. You feel like you're part of a family there. Definitely with you know the fan groups that have been created, which have been fantastic. You know, a lot of them travelled. Um, you know, to Man City um, last season, um, and then you know you just feel you more part connected with the players. That interaction there, you you know them by first name, and you you just feel like you're more part of it. And you know, maybe it's because we play at Felix, though it's more close. Um, you know, Portland Road it's difficult because you know it's a thirty thousand um, attended stadium, so yeah. we don't get many. We don't get thirty thousand fans anymore there, unfortunately, but. Yeah, it's just a, a nice feeling. As you said, good football. Always good football. Even on bad pitches, we still play some good football. Yeah, absolutely. And you can always go down the seafront and have some fish and chips and a beer before yeah. the game. <laughs> um, I will I will normally read out emails and tweets and all this, um, but of course they have slightly gone uh, awry because of this takeover. But I will read them out anyway because there's, some of them are asking you questions. So in the order they came, as usual, um, this is Sore Feet for the Beat. This is young Malk. Hello, Malk. Can you ask, who Patrick Kisnorbo is, please. <laughs> <laughs> that must be an in one, uh, an in joke. Yeah, so um, on the Kings of Anglia podcast, I butcher names of um, ex-players. Right. My, my quiz show I do, and um, yeah, Patrick Kisnorbo is um, <laughs> up there as the worst one I've done. But um, yeah, he's uh, now coaching Australia. But uh, yeah, not my not my um, brightest moment, I have to say. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, thanks, Mel. Uh, Julian, Jules, Julian Hughes, uh, Evening GB, Ross and Lens. Oh, yes, because I put you down as the Lens man. Um, <laughs> lost for words with the present situation. So just reminiscing of some great European nights home and away, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Roma, Feyenoord. Happy memories, GB. Hola, my friends. Have a great show. Oh, thank you for that, Jules. Jules is just uh, reminiscing. Well, hopefully, Jules, it'll all come back. Mullet, I love Andre Dizel. How different have you and the other Kings of Anglia found your jobs this season? What are the good and bad parts of lockdown football? Oh. Uh, you ignore the first bit because he always precedes everything with I love Andre Dizel. I think it's on his. it comes out automatically every time he presses a button. That's, that's all right, that's all right. Um, it's been weird, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, I've been lucky, somewhat lucky, to go to home games this season behind closed doors and, 
you know, is soulless. You know, uh, fans. Now we know how we knew fans are important to football, but now we know they are massively, part, you know, big for mm. football games because going to Portland Road. I've gone to behind closed doors games before. You know, before a massive pandemic hit. Um, you know, I've gone. You know, academy games and just different behind closed doors games. So I've experienced that before at Portland Road and other grounds, but. Yeah, it's just it's a weird feeling. It's soulless, and you know we're seeing crazy results, of course, in the Premier League. You know, the seven-two and the six-ones and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, yeah, you got of course got to wear masks. You yeah. know, and it's been. It's, I wouldn't say it's been any good things about it. Um, I think the only good thing is I've been able to go to games. But this season, as you all know. It's not been good, has it? <laughs> and also, I mean, I suppose for you, I think I've mentioned this before with you, uh, for you, you're literally staring through the through a lens, aren't you? So it's not exactly easy to take in what's going on, is it, if you're busy focusing, if you'll excuse the pun? Yeah, like a lot of people say that to me. That, that was um, one of the coaches for the women's team when I was speaking to him on Sunday about, you know, I don't really actually watch the game per no. day because I'm just looking through a lens and I'm mainly focusing on a shot of, of a player or a chance um, so like for the Bristol Rovers game I completely missed the first goal because it was so quick um, and I just didn't I just didn't see how it came about I didn't even know it was an own goal I just was just focusing on the action and the, and the shot so I didn't really know I, I don't know how things happen until I watched the highlights back really yeah. um, so in a way fans helped me a lot their, their reactions because if I was looking down the camera looking down the shot if I hear fans chanting like they're coming close, I'm not. That's when I can then prepare and shoot. But now I can't. I've got no fans to like no. use to. Now it's just sort of like I have to just look up and hope for the best, really. Yeah, it must be weird, wasn't it? Um, it's, yeah. I see the scum won seven nil yesterday in front of no uh, one. So they they must have thought they were in a, in a full stadium, complete silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, AGB, and good old Ross. Which former town player would you most wish to have back at their peak? to slot into this town side for the last eight games if it was a fancy loan who would make the most difference and why have a good show cheers John yeah, good old John Watson um, we, we need a striker don't we we need someone to score goals because we can't score goals so do we need a striker or do we need a creative player to create the goal for us yeah one of each would be good but he, he's only allowed you one Ross so how about yeah. Marcus Stewart from me I'll have him he'll do yeah. Pablo yeah, Pablo. Pablo. Yeah, well, he link. Yeah, because he's, he's quite a good link-up player, isn't he? As yeah. well, he can hold the ball and bring others into play. So that might be a good one. Yeah. Um, view from the U two. Hi, Bono here. Can you ask Ross if he? <laughs> here we go, Ross. If he preferred Boncho Gwenchev or his translator Vlado Bozinovsky. <laughs> Thanks. Oh. You're getting yeah, a bit of stick here, Ross. No, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. It's. Um, I'm, I'm going to never live it down. It's. Um, there's evidence there. There's videos and audio of me saying. Um, me pronouncing it's, I don't, I'm, I'm shocked that Sergi Bolcher hasn't come up aka Sergei Baltacher of course but um, <laughs> that's how I called him once Sergi Bolcher um, <laughs> but um, the thing is I was not even born when these played so it makes it even worse <laughs> oh god right, you must remind me to tell you about St Etienne then um, yeah uh, Carl Day afternoon gentlemen does Ross remember his middle name <laughs> <laughs> once again an inside um, King's Anglia joke. Um, once again, not a proud moment. Um, but yes, it's John. No, it's David. Sorry. 
Matt Thomas, hello Matt. Uh, the Budgies had as many shots on target last night as we've had in our last five games combined. Ross's beard has more attacking prowess. Please tell me it'll be okay in the end. Well, we we hope so now, don't we? I don't know about this season. It's great that the news is yeah. take over, um, but I think the season is getting buried. Um, but the summer, ooh, cannot wait. You know, pubs are going to be back open, restaurants and all that. The sun hopefully will be shining every day. Uh, new signs coming in. Let's get ready. Let's strap ourselves in and uh, look forward to a, a very good ride indeed. What on earth were you drinking in the green room, Ross? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Nuts, we hear TV celebrities, life coaches, therapists. The speaker mans were at the Rochdale game. Do you think our players could do with attending a speaker man's workshop for everyday confidence? I don't know what you're talking about, Mrs. Nuts. I believe they're, are they life therapist or something? Do you know what she's yeah, talking so about? Um, most most people don't ever know what Mrs. Nuts is talking about. <laughs> no, um, it got mentioned on the Kings Langley podcast. Um, okay. Basically, there was like a Ferrari in the car park, and that, so that was owned by this couple, the Speakermans, who are yeah, life coaches, I think, who are Rochdale fans, and they were at the game. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know if anybody can help this, this squad of players <laughs> at all. So, yeah. <laughs> What was Ross's reaction? This is from Daryl. From the US of A, Daryl, he's going to be pleased. What was Ross's reaction to the Alan Quill- Quinn in- interview? Would he like to do a follow-up, given the team's performance over the last few seasons, to dig a bit deeper? Yeah, well, because um, I have a Ross Meat series, right? But yeah, I, I you know, speak to former players about their time at the club and their careers as a whole. And, you know, I spoke to Alan Quinn, you know, who played for us in, you know, late 2000s. Before you were born, yeah. Before I was born, <laughs> And, um, you know, it was a great interview and, you know, he, of course, mentioned Chambers and Evans and Lambert, of course. Um, but then, because of my connection with the women's team, the women's sort of manager and, you know, staff sort of said maybe it's best to maybe take it down because he wasn't very, <laughs> well, <laughs> some bad words were said about Lambert, Chambers and Evans. And, uh, you know, it's a shame to take it down. Maybe there could be a potential follow-up. We'll have to wait and see, you know, keep your ears to the ground and wait for that, maybe. Absolutely, yeah. I do remember that. Alex Morton. Hello, Alex. Uh, does the takeover mean Bud Light will be the only beer available at Portman Road? And he's put beer in quotes. Good for you, Alex. I'm glad you did that. Do you know what? I've never actually had Bud Light. And I, that's probably a bad thing, is that? I don't know if that's a yeah, bad no. thing or not. No, you don't want to try that. Um, yeah, Ross. No, t- take take uh, take advice from your seniors. Um, <laughs> uh, it might, it, I wonder if Carl, Paul Carl, might, might not be able to get his um, whatever cider he drinks. I've forgotten a Carl Fuller, so uh, it'd be interesting. Yeah, they, might, they might introduce some American cider for you, Carl. That'd be good. Uh, Nick Ames, this is just this is Nick. He's been on the show. He writes the Guardian, but he understands. He's just tweeted that uh, he understands the deal was worth around forty million pound in the end. I don't know if you want to comment on that. That's just a statement. You know, that's not that's not bad profit, possibly. No. 40 million for a League One club. No. You know, I don't know. If we haven't really got much assets, really, do we? I don't really think. We haven't got in terms of players. Actually, no, I'll, I'll retract. Of course, we've got Downs, we've got Walkerden. But, you know, they've been injured and they haven't played much this season. So I don't know if their, their value has decreased because they haven't played. So... Yeah, Wolfenden um, seems to have gone off the boil a lot as well, hasn't he, for some reason. Yeah. He's just not the player he was last season or the season before. I think Lambert's knocked his confidence, I think. I think he's so. knocked him completely. So hopefully he'll be a different player on the Paul Cook. You know, he's now back in the side. So 
Yeah, fingers crossed on that. It'll be certainly be interesting to see what happens on Saturday. Um, and finally, well, this is the last one I'll read out. This is just Tyrone Mings actually uh, tweeted, really exciting times ahead for Ipswich. Let's see what the next chapter looks like. So that's nice of him. Still still yeah. has connection here. Nice guy. Um, I'll go on to Slower Ball's email. Good evening, Blackso. Good evening, Roscoe. Love the show. <laughs> Does the panel agree with Alan Judge that a lack of confidence is behind Town's consistently poor performances and that our players are, in quotes, good players? We all recognise the size of Cook's task and that confidence is an important factor, but in reality our squad is filled with the ordinary, the overrated and those who are simply poor, most of whom might prosper in League Two. Um, this, of course, was before the takeover, so I don't know if you want to comment on that briefly, Ross. I think, of course, I think for any footballer, you've got to have confidence, in you? Mm. To, you know, if you're a striker, you've got to have the confidence that you can score goals, goalkeeper, and defend all the positions. Um, I think it is a big factor, but also they haven't performed that they this season. They haven't created chances. Defensively, we're solid. If you look at our record defensively, clean sheets, it's really good. Mm. Um, so there's no problem there. Um, although playing you know, around the back on the Lambo was that was just horrible. Hated that. Yeah. Hate every minute of that. But um we just haven't created enough goals. I just don't you know, for the Rochdale game, we could be still playing that game right now and I don't think we've had a shot on target still. So um I think just we're just not good enough. Um and yeah, hopefully Paul Cook can sort it out. I wonder if the the players um did know about the takeover and were told to keep quiet or just didn't really know in the dark like us yeah it's a weird one isn't it because like, yeah. now with social media it's so easy to find out things it is I'm yeah sure maybe some like maybe Chambers and those sort of characters maybe they know know a bit more than other players but sometimes a lot of things just hidden in the dark really isn't it yeah it is it would be interesting it was to see whether it's going to be reflected on Saturday or by a change of performance but we'll see yeah. um, finally this is uh, still from Slowball finally Roscoe given the amount the somewhat uninspiring nature of Town's performances this season have you ever been tempted to simply leave the lens cap on or just shut your eyes uh, I'm not going to lie there's been times where I've just just not bothered just went this is just not what's the point what is the point um it's been a it's been a weird two seasons it's been a weird two seasons where you know start of you know 2019 the summer of 2019 I went to Germany for pre-season to cover the team came back started so well in League One and uh, yeah it's not been great ever since is it and there's been moments in games where you're just like this is just terrible just terrible <laughs> um I'm just quickly looking on Twitter before we have to go. Um, Charlie Baxter, what are your thoughts on the players? Well, this is pretty much what I just asked you because we're not sure, are we? What are your thoughts on the players' reaction to this? They will know now. Um, a playoff spot or do we give up for this season? I was going to ask you that separately, but thanks for that, Charlie. Oh, I, for the Northampton goalless draw, I said then the season's over and I, I'm just going to stick to that because um, I sometimes hate to to then go actually no I think we're going to get back in it now we've done well let's get back in so yeah I'm going to still say you know playoffs is, is dead and uh, you know let's let's see what Paul Cook can do in, in League One next season if we do get the playoffs lovely job I just can't see us win over two legs against whoever it will be No if you'd asked me this yesterday I'd have said let's stay here let's not go up because we won't survive but now if we did manage to scrape up um, yeah. I think we have a better chance of surviving after this news, don't we? 
yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. You'd hope. <laughs> yeah, you hope. Yeah, you just just never know. Um, but the players, you know, will they now play for their futures? Now they know they're this own, own yeah. new owners. Yeah, that's exactly know. what I was saying, and that's yeah, that's that's the one. I think uh, a lot will be revealed on Saturday. Thank you for that, Ross. Um, We've come to the end rather quickly, as we expected. Um, More news to follow, I'm pretty sure. This won't be the end of it, but uh, thanks for joining us, Ross, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Isn't it exciting? Take care. Bye. Take it away, Jimmy. Jimmy.